So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Critical Hit a Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out again this week. Oh my goodness. They're able to control goblins. They've weaponized the goblins against against us. Mm. <laughs> Goblin not, control. Not sure how we're going to survive, but maybe I Rodrigo mean, has an idea. There was a 50-50 chance of the goblins being weaponized against us and coming here. Oh, yeah. that's true. I think that'd you know, take them a lot of effort to do. to do that again. I don't know. I mean, if we could really do this, we could pull this off. We could be like the band with the goblin gun and just like fire goblins at people. I, I was waiting for the goblins to form into one giant super goblin. <laughs> for mega goblin. Uh, critically, it isn't quite that weird. I don't know. There could are be. five of us. I mean, there could be a little goblin that's monsters. like, I'll form the head. <laughs> <laughs> now, they're monsters. What would happen is a scepter would fall from heaven and they would join go to like giant size and the five of us would have to merge together into mega dork to yeah, fight that. <laughs> yeah. I bet Randis could construct steampunk yeah. mechs for each of our personalities that join into a giant forums would be blue. Yep. Or green, yeah. depending on which way you looked at it. God damn it. <laughs> Rodrigo, where shall we go next? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, last time on critical, on hit. critical hit. hit on Goblin Explosion Town. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As you pointed out, uh, the group narrowly escaped a uh, onslaught of a thousand goblins. Mm-hmm. Um, although Such a great band name, they did. Uh, they did escape it pretty handily. That's probably the most one-sided skill challenge uh, we've seen in a while, and that and that was with like an automatic fail. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, the group has holed up in a building as uh, the sun begins to appear. Uh, you guys see a very official-looking hobgoblin walking down the street with a, uh, a handful of goblins following behind him. Uh, and he seems to be heading towards the docks. All right, I will make sure everyone else is awake, and we will follow them and see what's up. Follow the goblins. When you say you'll follow them, uh, like, how do you follow them? In a line. <laughs> no. Just, they just line up. Are we going to be sneaky? Are we just going to yeah. we're going to wander into their ranks and just join their phalanx? That's what let's, we're going to do. Let's just make our way to the docks, and we'll yeah. probably intersect them. We're going to look as gobliny as possible. Um, yeah. So as you approach the docks, uh, you can see that the hobgoblin is talking to another hobgoblin at the docks, and then he looks in your direction and comes over to you and says, "Ah, there you are. Where did you go?" 
Oh, our, uh, the place that we were at was somewhat attacked, so we found a new location. Yes, well, our Lord Maguglia does sometimes trash the place, but uh, your presence is requested. Oh, of course. Uh, where? It, it's this way. Follow me. All right. Absolutely. Uh, he walks you uh, back uh, towards uh, the place where your original building was, uh, but then he veers off uh, to another district, uh, which appears to have a large uh, sort of aqueduct-like structure that's made of metal. There are just like thousands of, of goblins here working on this thing. And uh, you guys can see that um, Gugliet is here with a huge entourage sort of overseeing things. Good morning, Lord Magubliet. He looks over and is like, oh, there's my uh, troop. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you guys sleep? Um, Fine, though we had some... Uh, of a, something of an uneventful time after you uh, departed. Unfortunately, it seems that you're, there are some uh, Eladrin that have, uh, not my companion here, but other Eladrin that have uh, infiltrated your city and uh, mind-controlled some goblins to attack us. Wow, that sounds like something I don't want to have to deal with. You're okay, right? Yes, we're fine. Oh, good. Well, uh, you'll be happy to hear that you can get out of here probably sometime today. We are oh. about to put the finishing touches on our uh, device here. Wonderful. And uh, I was wondering if you all wanted to watch the show. Oh, very much so. Certainly. Yes. Absolutely. I'm curious. All right. Well, uh, follow me. We follow. Yes. He walks up to a building and starts walking up the side. No follow. Just like walking up the side. Yep. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> yeah. I got those gauntlet thingies. <sighs> Fine. I'll look for a way to follow that doesn't involve walking on walls. Uh, you can probably like kind of uh, jump up to the windows and then jump up to the next window. It's parkour. Kind of, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like just yep. catch on with your hands and then, you know, get your feet under it and then like jump up to the next one. Cool. Look, I'm capable of mostly impossible feats, not just totally impossible ones. So it gets to the top of the building. This one's pretty tall, so it's uh, anybody who's not being magically propelled in some way is really going to feel this. <laughs> and uh, once you're all up, you'll be like, oh, uh, everybody here, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, one, now that you're now that you're up here, you can see that that aqueduct, that metal aqueduct structure, actually makes a ring around the city. Oh. In fact, you probably passed it the first time around mm -hmm. when you were walking from the docks to the other building, but it kind of just looked like maybe a sky bridge between two buildings or something. Uh, but yeah, it goes all the way around, and. Uh, from this vantage point, you can see most of the ring. A lot of it sort of behind you is concealed just by other buildings. And then past it from here, you can actually see past the docks uh, to the outer wall. And then beyond it, you can actually see the Astral Sea. And uh, he says, he shouts down, he's like, are we ready to start? 
and you know there's a hobgoblin down there and he's like well uh, we're we're about ready to is like oh <laughs> i'm sorry i meant we're ready to start <laughs> <laughs> and the hobgoblin just kind of looks at the other guys that are with him and just kind of starts you know shouting and making hand signals and everybody goes to get in their positions at which point you guys hear a something that sounds kind of like a locomotive in that it kind of does that like <laughs> uh, noise. And uh, sure enough, uh, coming around on that, you know, big metal ring is some sort of device, which is basically uh, appears to be some sort of a coal engine attached to this metal thing on some, you know, basically onto this metal rail uh, on either side and then attached to that. So it's like sideways, right? It's not on top of it. It's actually on the inner side of it. So imagine like the, the front end of a locomotive um, stick a, like a little grabby claw on one side of it. And then that sticks to the rail. And then Hmm. behind the locomotive is another piece, which appears to be a, um, giant, like not, uh, what I want to say. It actually looks like a, you know, maybe, um, we'll say 15 foot tall and almost as wide block of what from here looks like, uh, kind of like bubble gum. (laughs) It's just this like big pink, like matte thing. So as you see this thing come around, it, uh, you know, comes in front of you and then goes past you. And once it goes past you, you hear this tone like uh, that that's coming from the the ring. It's like a, a very uh, pure sort of like woo sound. Um, Malgubliet produces a tuning fork, <laughs> uh, touches it to the to the side of the building, listens to it, uh, looks down and shakes his head. And sure enough, the foreman down there like starts shouting again. And pretty quickly, this thing does a whole loop around the city and comes around again. And it just seems to be building up speed. And the every time you guys see it go by, this tone gets higher and louder Mm. and (laughs) as this happens you guys start to see that out on the astral sea they're starting to appear a wave like not an outward going wave but basically if you look straight out maybe uh i don't know 150 yards past the actual uh, outer wall, you can see a point like points in the astral sea go up and then go back down and then go up and then go back down and they alternate. So basically there will be a peak and then next to it will be a valley and then they will switch. So that peak will go all the way down and then will come all the way up. Nice. And then that just keeps happening and happening and happening as this thing goes faster and faster and faster around and the tone gets higher and higher. And at some point, the ups and downs are happening so fast that they kind of just become a a constant sort of gently moving kind of up and down slope. Uh, basically just a waveform that moves circularly around the city and then begins to rise. And then sort of individual like droplets of astral sea begin to levitate from it, which, you know, it's like, how far away are you? And you can see them like these things have to be like 
<laughs> you know, really like, big. Yeah, like 40 yards in diameter. And this thing just continues to rise and rise and rise. And uh, finally, it is higher up than the city. Um, at which point, uh, Malgubliet, uh produces a, a little hammer, kind of somewhat like the like the hammer that a doctor might use to like check your reflexes is like kind mm -hmm. of built like that. Mm -hmm. And then when the uh, engine comes back around, he jumps to it and taps the big pink part with the hammer, um, which causes the tone to just break apart into like a thousand chords up and down the wall of astral sea that has raised surges outward and i mean you you had started to see some ships like start to turn around because they were starting to like figure out maybe what was happening but it's too late basically there's this colossal radial tsunami that explodes out of the city um essentially knocking over pretty much every ship that was around it uh you know some of them seem to end up landing right side up and have enough crew that didn't get disintegrated to make a break for it. Uh, but the majority of them are either completely turned over or it's pretty clear that the Royal and getting astral nonsense into your ship uh, pretty much must have killed everyone on board, even if the ship is only somewhat destroyed. Wow. Um, this also causes the engine to break apart uh, basically the 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 engine of it explodes pieces go flying everywhere uh the big pink thing like goes flying and crashes into a building and uh the the ring uh just like warps with this like horrendous scree screeching noise and just snaps in like 20 different places Ooh. wow mm. huh. That's a that's a good plan. That was impressive. You took notes, right, Randis? <laughs> <laughs> My googly head walks back up to you guys. So, what did you think? That was that... quite the feat of engineering. How did it work? Uh, well, uh, the city is turns out very resonant. Mm -hmm. So we just figured out a way to make that work uh, into the astral sea. The astral sea reacts to sonic vibration. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. What was the pink thing made out of? It's a particular type of... Um, it's made out of a resin. Hmm. Like sort of rubber? Like, yeah, 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 like from a tree. Mm -hmm. oh. We don't have those trees here, but we've been importing that resin for quite some time for this project. Yeah, this it's not terribly dissimilar to some of the tech I've seen where I'm from, but it uh, seems to be relatively uncommon on our world. It's uh, really impressive how you did it with astral dynamics. I've heard some like theories of how sonic energy can be used to break anything, but cool seeing it in action. Oh yeah. This is what I'm. Uh, this is what I've been figuring out. You can do a lot of stuff with music, hmm. especially damage. You can really, really hurt people <laughs> with music. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, well, this has been a pleasure. Um, thank you very much for your hospitality and for joining our coalition and for paving the way for us to leave. Oh, no problem. Uh, I appreciate having uh, people around that appreciate the finer things in life. Uh, one thing that I really have to work on with goblin culture is getting more uh, appreciation for things like this. Well, uh, perhaps with the uh, our new deal, we can work something out in terms of bringing more, you know, theater, writing, and other cultural artifacts to your fine city. Oh, that'd be nice. In any case, you need to get out of here before uh, 
whatever the next contingency plan that Asmodeus has kicks on. That I'm gonna we go, do. I'm going to work on mine. <laughs> Good Thank idea. You. Thank you so much. Yep. You guys uh, have fun. You too. And he walks back down the building in a different direction and is immediately kind of flanked by a bunch of goblins and hobgoblins. And, you know, they're all kind of like clapping and look very uh, <laughs> celebratory about it. Good job, boss. <laughs> yeah, it's... he uh, definitely uh, pops a bottle of something and a, a, a goblin is comically hit by the cork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get out of here. Yeah, I agree. Yes. We shall return to the... Is there an easy way down? Uh, yeah, you can probably just walk through the inside of the building. Okay. Jump? <laughs> well, that's the easiest true. way down. I mean, you guys do have a lot of hit points, but... Mm. No. I don't think we do, though. <laughs> Falling damage, like, multiplies in such weird ways. Like, that'll be the thing that actually kills us. Yeah, Rodrigo actually nearly killed me once with falling damage just to prove a point, so I don't <laughs> fall anymore. Mm. I was yeah, watching you a were fight like where second level. reverse gravity was used. It was like a Pathfinder game. It was uh, mm. it was really really mean. Yeah. Well, it was one of those things where I'm like, "How much damage could it do to fall?" And he's like, "2,357 hit points." It's up there with the uh, Shadowrun's chunky salsa rules. What? Mm, chunky salsa. <laughs> In some versions of Shadowrun, there's like this crazy rule about how, like, if you have an explosion in an enclosed space, like, you have to figure out how many times that that explosion would overlap in that area. Oh. Right. You take the explosion damage that many times. Yeah, the pressure sure. alone would kill you. You'd be dead. I thought you were making a joke about, you know, how you like your women like your salsa. Nope, they, that's chunky and spicy. They, they, they call it within the rule books, the chunky salsa rule. So. That's bizarre. Yes. Chunky salsa will be my new drag name. Let's get on the boat. All right. You guys uh, figure out a way down the building. Uh, and then make your way back to the boat, which is in the process of being prepared to go out of the locks. All right. Mm, okay. Looks like we've cleared the way. Anything we need to do to help set sail? Uh, no, I just need to uh, talk to the operators here, and we should be on our way. Excellent. Well, an exciting first uh, voyage for you on our ship. I guess. Got to run a blockade, and then whatever me whatever that mess was. <laughs> oh. Certainly was Extremely something. powerful sonic weapon. Yeah. Yep. Well, I personally try not to count a mission as successful until I'm safely back uh, on our home dock. So true, true. We'll just see how it goes. Smart. Yes. Probably. As we right do way. seem to get jumped a lot leaving missions. <laughs> oh. Um. So uh, some. Uh, paperwork is finalized, and sure enough, you feel the ship start to lower, and then uh, you guys begin to move forward uh, out of the inner inner wall through the uh, that middle passage channel, and then out past the outer wall uh, where you spot. You know, out into the Astral Sea proper, where you spot several ships uh, that are very badly damaged, uh, being immediately uh, swarmed by small goblin vessels that are starting to take them apart. Oh, literally? Yes, literally. Just oh. ripping them, ripping pieces off them, and uh, putting them into their vessels, like sailing back in and then like more come out and rip other pieces off wow. there's definitely definitely a few instances you know as you as you guys are going by of like you know there's a ship and it's like upside down and goblins are like ripping out parts of the bottom part of the hull and like a 
like a piratey looking guy will like pop out of the hole and stab a goblin and then a bunch of goblins will jump them <laughs> and then you know they'll all fall into the astral sea and pop uh. at which point you know a bunch more goblins just come on and continue the work like <laughs> nothing happened wow it's quite the culture here yeah great it's unnerving oh it's horrifying it's interesting there's definitely some interesting aspects. So is there anything that we can glean when we're passing these ships um, that are all upturned and whatnot? Uh, like, what would you like to glean? I don't know. I mean, we know that they're pirates. They're not the Gith, right? But mm-hmm. do they have any markings, like, under what flag they're flying under or... Uh, no, some of them do have markings, and they're just, like cool piratey looking markings like there's like one with like a cool wolf emblem and then you know you see a lot of like skulls and stuff uh-huh. but nothing just nothing repeated. nothing unifying okay i mean there might be like maybe two or three like like there will be like three ships over there that are all like part of the same fleet mm-hmm. but they don't match any of the other ships. Okay. So this is definitely a cobbled together army of, of pirates. Yep. Okay. Uh, you guys do see a couple of like lifeboat situation. Like as you go farther, you guys see that some guys have made it and are moving to get away. And there is very clearly like a goblin patrol going around and just like chucking, uh, like harpoons at anybody who made it out. Yeah. Do the pirates seem to be, uh, say, one type of creature? Are we looking at anything uh, are, and everything? There are a lot of humans. That oh. seems to be the majority of things that you see. Uh, but, you know, you spot a couple tieflings, maybe a dragonborn. Um, that there's a, there's a bugbear on a goblin ship that has a uh, couple of, like, fish-looking guys, like the ones you saw in... Uh, at the um, Toad's Boardwalk. At the Toad's Boardwalk uh, in were, a skewer. Oh, fun. Mm. Those were marrow, right? Mm-hmm. Do we want to try to bring one aboard and uh, for interrogation no. purposes or not? I not don't me, not the bugbear wanna... or the fish people, but, you know. I don't think we want to mess with their operation here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, and obviously now that you see these goblins going around mopping up you do hear a lot of like nyanyas and <laughs> shrieks and stuff yep yep singing their battle song the yep. silent was extremely aberrant behavior so uh the captain is like so back to rutile island then to report yep please so. all right and uh she opens up a some energy rings and you guys pass through and see Rutile Island in the distance. Awesome. You guys are able to pull in to the little bay and uh, dock the ship without any problems. There. Now and, we can count uh, it as a successful first mission. And that's when the explosion yeah, starts. And that's when your Tyler Island explodes. <laughs> and all the vampires. No, wait. I'm a vampire. All the spider vampires. Yeah, uh, you know, that's that thing. If you guys are surrounded by vampires and Orm's like, Sakar, we're surrounded by vampires. And Sakar's like, what Yeah, it's do you a mean family we? reunion. I know. <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> the what do you mean we joke, I think, will probably actually happen at some point. <laughs> Even if it's werewolves, because, you know. You've got that Twilight or uh, Underworld pact going on. How dare you? <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, so, yep, you guys can get off the ship. Cool. Let's uh, check in. Let's go tell Sarza the good news. Yep. But we only need two more. 
we don't know the actual potency of the awoken gods. Yeah, best to get as many as possible. Yeah. And Great. we can let Arathis decide when she's good. We need at least one more to make sure that uh, we tie Asmodeus. Yeah, right. and you know there could always be defections, like with uh, Corlon. True, 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 true. And I am concerned that we have yet to actually encounter one who has signed to the other side of the treaty. I am as well, actually. I had been thinking about that. Um, like, we know that they have sent emissaries, and I guess it's possible that we've just picked up sides, which I suppose would make some degree of sense, and that we've focused mm. on ones that we thought would be natural allies. But... Mm. Uh, it's a little strange. Uh, and to be fair, I mean, as Modeus's forces have seemed to be trying uh, the tactic of putting roadblocks around us and the other gods and whatever it is that they're doing at this research facility that Corlon's concerned about. Yeah, um, it might be worth looking into the research of the books and papers to see if there's any um, mention of the last time when there was the uh, the treaty and the battle was going on. Um if any of these gods tried to side with Asmodeus um, or were, you know, um, backstabbed or mm -hmm. heel turned or any of that stuff. And that, yeah, might... I mean, there were certainly uh, hmm, things. It seemed mostly that Asmodeus was gaining advantage from the war. Uh, but I, I haven't seen anything, but we can certainly pour over our, our works a little bit more um, as we decide what's next. Yep. Anyway, we walked to Sars's office. Okay. Uh, Zarza is in her office. Hello. Oh, welcome back. Yes. Thank you. We had a very good trip. Well, mm. successful in that we got Maguglia to agree to at least join the uh, the coalition. Oh, bad, that's great. Bad that uh, the island was surrounded by pirates, and also bad that, uh, once again, Eladrin showed up and were mind-controlling a bunch of goblins and attacked us. Well, that part's not mm. the once again, just that well, they... But once again, we've been attacked. Yes. The Eladrin uh, really seem to have us pep it out for us. We're still not sure why. Hmm. That is very disturbing. Uh, but I'm glad you're okay. Um, yeah. I will continue working my contacts to see if I can get any leads on that. But I think right now we don't know. Uh, we don't know what's going on with that. It's uh, it's blindsided us as an organization as much as it's blindsided you. Have have your organization heard anything more from Corlon since the meeting? Uh, no, other than uh, the fact that he has not been uh, reliably in his uh, holy city. He mm -hmm. seems to be traveling and nobody seems to know where he's going. Um, last I heard... Uh, Eldralel had a blockade around it as well, so that makes communication difficult. Fair enough. We would certainly appreciate any insights that any of the he or any of his priests might have into this Eldrin situation. I'll see if Gardenia can work on something there. Um, there might still be some priests of Corallon in Shalai that her people can talk to. Um... Uh, what you all definitely need to do is talk to Pixo because uh, I think he might have cracked that chart oh, that you gave him. Oh, yes. Okay. Excellent. That's wonderful. Let's uh, do that now. We rush to Pixo. Da, da, da. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. You guys, go see Pixo. Uh, Pixo is in his shop working. He has the chart, but now he seems to be working on something else that is maybe related to it. Does he look like he's slept? No. <laughs> Pixo, you should sleep. Ah! Yeah, it makes you even jumpier than usual <laughs> when you don't sleep. And it's already really jumpy. 
Uh, I guess that's true. I should probably s- stop having this tea. It's got a lot of pep to it. Mmm, uh, pep tea. <laughs> <laughs> You get out of here. Uh, <laughs> so, that was an out of character cry of despair, by the way. It's a living. <laughs> uh, I uh, I got the chart figured out. Oh, excellent! Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a thing. Uh, it's not so much. There's there's additional issues it's not just about finding this place or finding its orbit but also finding it at a place where it can be found Mm. so um you would have to sail out to a coordinate and then wait for it to come to you there and then you should be able to access it when will it be uh next accessible uh, pretty soon within the next few days. And I, uh, I'm not entirely sure how accurate my calculations are. So you should probably head out there as soon as you are able, uh, if you, if you'd like to intercept it, uh, okay. before or sometime during this pass. Is this the only place that it's actually accessible no there's a few others but they get a lot more dangerous uh this place is just kind of out in the middle of nowhere right now there are no other uh cities or or islands uh anywhere near it so that would probably be the optimal way um uh, the next place where it would become available uh, in the next few months is close to some uh, wild islands that have popped out recently, and I'm not entirely sure what is there. All right. We should take our window now. We don't even know that we have a couple of months. Right. I agree. Let's see if we can get uh, expedited any repairs that need to be done on the ship and get back on the sea. I'll let the captain know, and I'll head off. Okay. Yeah. So, what's our plan here? Well, we might never have another chance to actually speak to um, Vecna. So, mm-hmm. I think we go speak to Vecna. All right. Mm. Is there any particular information we're wanting to get a hold of from him? Well, he's a god of knowledge and secrets. Yes. So, if he if anyone knows where this uh research facility is, it might be him. And if anyone knows what Asmodeus is planning, it might be him. If anyone knows what we can offer anybody, it would be him. And he didn't show up to the meeting, so, you know, it would be worth asking why and if there's anything we can do to get him to sign. I mean, he didn't show up to the meeting when his life was on the line the last time. Huh. Wait, when was his life on the line last time? Oh, is it against the Void Gods? Yeah. Interesting. Have you guys dealt with him before? Yes. Oh, how did that go? We did him a favor. He did us a favor. What were the favors? We destroyed a book. No questions asked. He gave us precise information as to the exact locations, strength, and size of the uh, void. Fleet's not the right word, but it's the closest. Forces. Yeah. So many follow-up questions about that book situation, but you guys didn't ask any questions, so I probably won't be able to get an answer. Um, interesting. Okay. Well, if he's in willing to deal, um, that's good. How did you find him last time? I don't remember that. Was that through a, <laughs> like, was it through a dream? No, no you guys dealt with an intermediary. Basically, they oh, right. found you. Mm. He more or and, less found us last time. Yeah. Mm. And that would have been, yeah, that would have been Kat's team. That 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 that. 
So, Randa's more or less Laura found me don't last have time. a lot of, huh? So he more or less found me last yep. time. <laughs> yeah, you're the only one left. Interesting. What was your impression of him? Well, it was an Im- intermediary. Oh. I didn't get to meet him directly. Mm-hmm. God of secrets and all. Yes. Yes. I assume it was an intermediary. It was like this. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have been him. <laughs> Again, God of secrets and all. Uh, I. F- feel like destroying that book may have been part of what caused the accusations on the way back. Uh, what accusations? War criminals, yada yada. Ah. Who was accusing you of war crimes? Sarsa, for one. Oh, I assumed that was all based on your betrayal of Shalai. Uh, that's probably another part. Well, did we really betray Shalai? I mean, you sold it to the drow? I sold a temple of my patron to the drow. Sure, it seems to have given them an extremely powerful foothold on the city. Yeah. Also so. dropping a void cyst on half a Wait, what? university. What? It's probably a problem. What? You destroyed a university? What's a void oh. cyst? It's like this big ball of void creature drop ship thing. Why yeah. did you drop it on a university? We didn't intend to drop it on a university. We were just trying to blow it up and... That's, That's where it crashed. Landed, yes. Huh. <sighs> okay. Cool. Every time I hear these stories, it just makes my head ache. This is why I don't like to tell stories. I know, but uh... no, it's good to know these things. It's good to know what we're dealing with. And I would not want to be facing a god of secrets without um forewarning and knowing what uh, possible accusations or true things uh, he might say. Uh, So I guess the question here is why Thien gave this to us. And I don't think a direct ask is a good idea. Um, So. Well, learning and secrets are quite intertwined. Yes. Um, the question is what her, her motives were. What Was she hoping to help us get a, help from Vecna or help us get into a fight with Vecna? Uh, but the fact that you two have had uh, somewhat positive dealings before means that regardless of what her intentions are, hopefully uh, we won't be met with too much aggression. Um, as if I was the God of Secret and someone showed up at my doorstep, my reaction would probably be to panic and kill them. But I suppose the smarter play would be to capture them, interrogate them, figure out who else knows where their hideaway is, and uh, try to go kill them. We can't underestimate the possibility that Fiend may have been intending for us to attempt to parlay with Vecna. Yes, that's probably the best case scenario. Who benefits from Asmodeus in charge and who does not? Traditionally, Vecna and Asmodeus have been allies. Yeah. But what if uh, Thien knows something? Back, by the way. Oh, hi guys! I uh, I let the captain know uh, they're making all the preparations, and um, we should be able to go fairly soon. What's going on? We're trying to figure out why Vecna gave us this information and what our plan should be uh, when it comes to treating with Vecna. Or rather, why Thien gave us information about Vecna? Oh, yes. I think it's uh, probably pretty clear, right, that uh, Asmodeus didn't invite Vecna to be part of this. Uh, current uh, campaign and 
she thinks maybe uh, Vecna might want to side with us as retaliation for Vecna against uh, Asmodeus. How do you know that Asmodeus didn't invite him? Vecna doesn't seem to be in play. That we know of. True. Vecna merely didn't vote. Yes, that doesn't mean that he won't vote the next time. Ooh, maybe Vecna's dead. Mm. Eh, That's possible. That is, I suppose, possible, considering the order is unstable and it would be unstable no matter what with uh, Bahamut's death. If another god died, things might accelerate decelerate faster, but I don't know if it would be noticeable, but we also don't know, you know what could have caused. There's no proximate cause unless you guys know some other reason that Vecna would be dead. Is Vecna evil? I yes. He generally be considered as such, yes. And would any of the newish uh, members of the, for lack of a better word, larger pantheon, be considered evil as well. I mean, Magubliad is almost assuredly evil. Mm. If that's what you're asking about, he's that's certainly what I'm not wondering. good. <laughs> I mean, there, no one kills with that form of um, disregard, and is what you know most philosophers would call good then I think it may behoove us to be prepared at least to make our pitch to Vecna. Oh, yes, certainly. Yeah. The question is just what sort of audience we are likely to receive. We are not, uh, I mean, we can and should uh, continue to lean on our status as emissaries of Arathis um, as that seems to give us some degree of protection and respect it's just that we're effectively crashing his palace. He didn't come to the treaty and uh, might not appreciate us showing up in his doorstep. Well, we won't know until we arrive. He That's may true. appreciate the company. That seems unlikely. But um, as you say, you're, you're right that it's, it's hard to be too prepared to be um, too sure of anything. Uh, I'm going to, I think, maybe use what time we have to try to do some form more research on Vecna to prepare ourselves. And remember, in a worst case scenario, we can simply approach on the left. Because he's only got one eye. Is that, is that the joke? And yes. one hand. Okay, cool. That was, that was, in fact, the joke. Just I making thought sure. it was rather subtle. Clearly it failed, but... Yeah, I mean, I've found that most things of godly power, no matter how many eyes or hands or, I don't know, obvious senses that they have, probably aren't necessarily that easy to sneak up on. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Confuse it with facts. <laughs> well, hey, I take my sneaking very seriously. I want to know what I'm dealing with. If something actually is blind in one eye, then that's great. But, you know, usually if things are blind in one eye, they have like... I don't know, some other way of like, they can tell like really subtle vibrations in the air or they can smell you from a mile away. So, you know, you got to be prepared. Well, it sounded like some, we needed to do some research or checking in to see um, what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try to pour over as much Vecna stuff as I can before we set out. Okay. Yeah. Checking with the library is always a good plan anyways. I suppose so. We might as well go over together. Sure. All right. <laughs> you guys take four steps and find yourselves in the library. <laughs> <laughs> it was the shortest BAPW on record. Barely even got to gear up our theme music. Hmm. Christopher crosses run like the wind. No, our group theme music. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's our group theme music. I thought it was yeah. Yakety Sacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Definitely either Yakety Sacks or something played on a harpsichord at 3-4 tempo. All right. So you guys make your way to the library. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm a librarian. Yes. So are you doing well today? I am fine. Very good. 
Um, there are questions that uh, everyone has. Oh, okay. Do you have uh, a... We were just hoping you could direct us on some texts about uh, Vecna. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, you're serious? No, uh, there's almost nothing written on Vecna. No. That's what I In was fact, afraid of. In fact, I think you guys brought a piece about Vecna that we hadn't seen. Yes, that's correct. And that's why we were trying to do any Vecna research, because we're going to go pursue that. No, the only information that we have on Vecna is uh, from a very old um, memorandum that somebody brought in and then everything else is highly suspect sort of fiction. Hmm. Okay. What's the memorandum? Oh, uh, it's uh hang on. I got it right here. Something it's this list of, uh, information by a, um, an Avenger of Arathas named Bao Belbina. Oh, We knew her. What did she have to say? Uh, let me see. It's pretty basic. Uh, flip, flip. Um, let me see. Um, Vecna, God of Necromancy and Secrets, Holy City, the Scarlet Abattoir. Uh, legend says that before time immemorial, Vecna was a human wizard, but he grew so powerful from stealing the souls of his adversaries that he eventually ascended to godhood. Uh, Vecna represents everything the Raven Queen hates and a natural continuation of the dead. That is probably why she pulled out his eye in the War of Entities. Vecna is always up to something, and so are his clerics. Beware a hostile priest of Vecna, but beware a helpful priest of Vecna even more. <laughs> it's, uh, it's what it says. Yeah, sounds mm -hmm. familiar. Yeah, it does sound familiar. Yeah. I'm I'm curious, do you have any text or anything that would uh indicate who sided with one another in the in the last great uh war between the gods? Before the Treaty uh, of Wor Worms? Well, I mean, I know that there were some temporary alliances, but uh, it was all supposed to have devolved pretty fast into just everybody fighting everybody else. Hmm. So you wouldn't have any records of who Asmodeus may have sided with even temporarily? Those uh, temporary those alliances may actually be important. We might know who... We may use them to better know who has an actual grudge on any given entity. Yep. Depending on okay. how those alliances ended. Um, all right. Yeah, we'll we'll look into it. Thank you. Um, I don't suppose you have anything about a wizard named Zemos. Uh, no, I don't think so. But I'll look. Okay. Is this a human wizard? Uh, at least started that way. At least oh. that's far as I know. I guess the book that it has just says he's a wizard. Somehow, I feel like in stories, like anything else is less important than wizard. Right, right. Yeah, I I'll look into it. Thank you. So you wonder what the Obsidian Huntress thinks. Yes, oh, that Vecna. could be. I mean, it's possible that her views on Nexomancy have changed with her new outlook. But it's also possible that um, Esmodeus would side against her out of principle. Yeah. Or, sorry, uh, Vecna, yes. Ket, you have the Raven Queen or part of her soul in you? Yeah. Does that make you a liability if we go to meet Vecna? Don't know. Probably not. I mean, it could also be... Um, Make it a good thing if he knows that she's not uh, in play anymore. I, I bet he already aware. knows. Certainly. He probably knew before we knew. Well. Probably not before. Kid. 
Well, maybe that. Yeah. I, I was there for the change. Mm. I was the cause of the change. Yeah, that's so weird. Is, once again, it all comes down. The catalyst of the change? I don't know. I use a god's soul to hurt people. That's all I understand. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are all extremely, extremely strange. They are indeed strange. No, I'm counting you. Don't try to get I, out of this. I'm aware that you're counting. You're you're a flaming vampire snake. And you say this as though it's something of which to be ashamed. No. No shame. Just pretty certain you're not the least weird of us. I find bemusement in the fact that any of us feels that we have the moral high ground to call another unusual. It's not really a moral uh, statement. Especially you, one? my dear. What? What's unusual about me? <laughs> uh, shall we start with your feet and move our way up? I'm a Kenku. That's just... <laughs> you anti-Kenku? There Certainly are- not. I'm simply saying that who decides what normal is? Society. Which society? I'm (laughs) just saying the vast majority of societies that I've encountered would find the lot of you. uh, Maybe not Orem. Honestly, Orem probably fits in just fine in his silly Feywild society. Orem smiles. Its own thing, (laughs) but. (laughs) <laughs> Might uh, I point out that from where I come, I am society? Yeah, but come on, though. You fled your society because you wanted to go hang out with spirits. So I'm going to go with weird. I, it's, it's simply not necessarily preferring something doesn't mean that it's not. And never mind. <laughs> In any case. How many other vampires love more. nature the way you do? Seven. <laughs> Only <Really>? the gang girl. <laughs> I will end you. <laughs> gang girl with uh, illusions of Toreador. But the, still. Uh, the librarians seem to kind of want you guys to not talk so loudly in their oh. library. Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll take this argument outside. It's hardly an argument. You two are getting kind of loud. It was kind of scary. <sighs> um, if we're going to go to Vecna's Island, I'm just curious. Do you think Saloth would have anything for us to um, help us be a little more sneaky? Uh, I so sorely doubt we're going to be able to properly sneak into Vecna's Island. There's there's zero way he doesn't already know we're coming. Which, again, might work to our advantage. But... I was just kind of hoping that I could get a cool Eldrin ninja suit. <laughs> Go talk I mean, to Sloth about a cool Eldrin ninja suit. Yeah, exactly. If you want a ninja suit, we can get you a ninja suit. I don't think it's actually going to help us sneak into Vecna's <laughs> island. But just wait all ninjas the next wear time them, and they're all sneaky, so... Yes, but the ninjas also have to choose a particular color, which... And, well, the ninjas also, I assume, have trained for years in sneaking. Mm, Orm's I'm actually pretty sure. sneaky. I actually am. But yes, if you want some form of item to make yourself more stinky, I think between Saloth and Randis, we can make that happen. Very good, very good. True. Like, you know, she'll like pat her armor. I mean, you can model it off of this. This helps me sneak a good deal. Mm, Yes, I've noticed. Don't you also have that bottle of smoke? Yes. So, you know, there's that. Oh. And you can make yourself invisible. Oh, Uh, really? No. Not you, Aura. I can't make oh. myself invisible. You can't? I can make myself invisible, no. but that's neither here nor there. I just had a terrible thought. Hmm. 
What's that? The boon given to us by the thing. What thing is that? With the expectation that it could oh, be I used see. to slay a god. Mm-hmm. And the belief that we would know. Yeah, I mean, I think we know, and I don't think it's Vecna. Mm. Mm. But mm. we still have great reservations Vecna about knows. that. I bet Vecna does know, and look, let's not, so, it's easy to outplay yourself and overestimate people. Uh, I assume Vecna knows a lot. I still don't really know much about how any of this works, but don't tell him anything you assume he knows. Let him be direct. I'm less worried about us revealing information to him. Mm. Uh, mostly because I know that it's going to happen. <laughs> well, I can try We're, as best as I can to prevent it. We are, we are very good at keeping secrets. Mm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I know that's not uh, true, but it doesn't mean that I can't hopefully find room for improvement. I'm more worried about him knowing... We have that there. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Everything is possible. Um, it's possible that Thien sent us to him not knowing we have the thing. Um, but it shows up as magically inert. So, uh, and was given to us in another plane of existence. So, as mighty as his powers are, there are there's very little reason for him to actually know about it. Who has the thing? Um, it's either, still have it. I think it's in my sack. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You want to double check? I open it up. I it's look still in. there. Oh, hi. <laughs> and I close the sack back up real quick. <laughs> oh. so, so yeah, I wouldn't bring it up. Question is, what should we bring up? I think we should bring up the treaty, the treaty? Mm-hmm. and Asmodeus's research facility and Thien's map. Best way to kill Asmodeus. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm guessing the... if we get the opportunity to get any information, it's not going to be much. So we think the research facility is the information we're wanting? I mean, it might. So the... If Asmodeus is planning, he's clearly planning something, and I am becoming increasingly dubious that his plan is the same as ours. Um, we don't, if this facility is real, and I have no reason to think it's not, uh, Coraline seems to think it's very important. Uh, we still don't know why Eldrin are trying to kill us, but it could be connected to that. So, I mean, generally, anything he could give us on Asmodeus would be relevant. Uh, but the facility is something we know next to nothing about. And if I know anything, it's that wars are won based on weapons. And if he is building the next super weapon there, then we need to do whatever we can to stop it. Mm. Well, as long as we're on the right side, I think we'll be okay. (laughs) Let's hope we are. All right, well... um, May also want to ask about the Eldrin. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if he's like a genie and he gives you only like three questions, but uh, you know, I'd say priority research facility uh, slash anything Asmodeus. Uh, Will you join the treaty? Why are there Eldrin trying to kill us? And one of those first two might answer the third so that's why i tend to avoid putting hard and fast progressionary rules all right so uh gonna be heading out soon or i believe so i think uh tomorrow morning correct uh if i if i remember what the captain said we should be able to head out and get to where we're going sure so uh yeah we should uh go get some rest one more time and uh make sure we're well equipped and well supplied and um and uh be ready to depart in the morning. Agreed. I think we will end it right there. 
on this week's episode of Critical Hit. Thank you again so much for being a part of the Major Spoilers experience for all these many years. Uh, we couldn't uh, continue to do this without your support. And by support, I mean you listening to the show and enjoying our game and and uh, commenting and telling us to keep going. And we're going to continue to keep going. Uh, but you're going to have to wait a week to find out what happens next. So until On Critical then, Hit. Exactly. Thank Jeez. you, Sam. <laughs> so until then... Here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.